Welcome to SVCC Weekly, a weekly podcast from Sangamon Valley Christian Center in Muhammad, Illinois. We hope you enjoy this message from our church, and be sure to check us out online at www.sangamonvalley.net. Today, as we open uh, God's Word, we're going to uh, move into the last part of our series uh, of first. We're looking at what does it mean to seek the kingdom of God first? above all else. And really, the only way to seek the kingdom of God is to seek it first. If it's second, third, or fourth, you're not really seeking it in your life. It has to be first if you're truly seeking the kingdom of God. So we've been looking through uh, the past few weeks, uh, the way we are doing that, what we're calling some unchanging values of the church. What are some values that will not change no matter what we do? Methods may change, but these values will not change. The first, we looked at scripture. And how scripture is authoritative, it's for our life today. It is our guide for everything we do. That will not change. Prayer, we're going to be a people that pray, seek God's will, because he will do it. We've also looked last week at the sacraments of the church, primarily that of water baptism, that outward declaration of, look, this is the decision I've made to follow Jesus. You go and you get baptized by immersion in water. We looked at the communion, the Lord's table, That continually coming to Jesus because we need him. Continuing to recognize what he did for us at Calvary. We also looked at the value of the family. That that is the picture that God has given to the world. That the church is to kind of represent what a true family is to look like. Today we're going to look at the last unchanging value. And that is serving. Serving. We are all called to be servants. We're serving God by really giving of our time, our talent, our treasure. So as we prepare for that this morning and looking at God's word, we go ahead and put your hands open, put them on your lap, and close your eyes and let us open with prayer. God, we open our spirits, our souls, our bodies today so that we could be open to receiving an anointing from you, an anointing of your power and your presence based on what Jesus has done for us, who Jesus is. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Serving God by giving of our time, our talent, and our treasure. Many of you do that. It's a great time to do this here during VBS because VBS is awesome. I show up to the church building uh, at just about all hours, uh, and I typically can find somebody working on something for the kids. Usually, uh, Janie's around here doing something, Trish Bright's around here at times, Angie Norman, Rick, Steve Garrett, those are just the people I've run into so far this year. Uh, and we're still a week out from BBS. Many of you will be here during that week as well. Serving, serving, what does it mean to serve? Jesus told us in Matthew twenty three eleven. he says, but he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. Jesus came and served all of us, private first. He came and he died at the cross, the greatest sacrifice of all, serving all humanity by giving of his life. John 12, 26, he says it like this, if anyone serves me, let him follow me. Remember, that's part of our mission as God's people. That's part of our mission as the church is following Jesus. So if anyone serves me, let him follow me. And where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him, my father, will honor. 
And then if you jump ahead to some of the letters in Scripture, 1 Timothy chapter 3, Titus chapter 1, we won't go through those, but you can go back and read them later. They really lay out what does it mean to be a servant, some of the character qualities. Um, one thing which we don't typically have to worry about in the United States of America today, but one thing that's mentioned in there that was probably more prevalent back then uh, is you are to be the, the husband with one wife. Um, let's just specify Jesus makes that clear uh, through Paul in the writing there. Um, so if you have any question about that, that is not this kind of church. But there are other things that are listed there. It really gives the qualities for leaders. But part of what it's saying is here are the qualities for the leaders is you should have already practiced these. We're just proving that this is how you've served before you move into that role of leadership. So it really gives us a kind of basis of what does it mean to serve the Lord. And so I'm going to give you kind of five points based on 1 Timothy 3, Titus 1, of what does it mean to be a servant? What does it mean to serve the Lord? Whether it's here at Sangman Valley Christian Center, like with VBS, kids ministry, greeters, worship team, tech, security, all the different areas that people serve the church. If it's through one of our partner ministries, which is really one of the ways we also encourage you to serve, we encourage you to go and serve the community around us, serve the world, serve the world through like Foursquare Missions International. We can connect you with, you with them, the training through some other missions trips where we partner with short-term missions trips with people from around the kind of six states surrounding us in our district, but also serving like Empty Tomb. I think there's a picture of some guys that were really serving yesterday. Um, Chris, you want to throw that picture up there? Yeah, so there's... Uh, three uh, fine men from our church um, delivering furniture in 100 and about 15 degrees. At least that's what I was told it felt like. So while I was in the nice, cool air conditioning, uh, these three were out serving our community. And I know many of you do that in various ways as well. And so that's one thing we really encourage you to do as the church. But serving, what are some keys to serving? The first is this, serving builds your confidence in the faith. Serving. When you serve and you serve the Lord, it builds your confidence in, in the faith. First Timothy 3.13, it says it like this. For those who serve well as servants, or deacons is the word there. We often translate that servants today. Gain a good standing for themselves and also great confidence in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. As you serve, if you are a servant, it builds your confidence in the faith. In part, uh, oftentimes when you are serving... Um, you may get volunteered for jobs because, let's be honest, that's how it often works. Uh, or you may volunteer yourself for a job, and you may think, I don't really know how this is going to work out. And it requires you to have faith in God, the Holy Spirit, to come and empower you to what the task is at hand. You think it's often easy to serve the Lord. Well, maybe there's some more things you need to volunteer for so that it does build your confidence in the faith. The second thing. Second key, serving should be done out of willingness and not obligation. Out of willingness and not obligation. Sometimes people start out of obligation, but hopefully even if you do it out of obligation, it moves to willingness, serving the Lord. 1 Timothy 3.1 says it like this. They say, they, they say this is trustworthy. If anyone these aspires or desires to be the office of an overseer or leader, he desires a noble task. It is a, it is a good thing to desire that. It's a good thing to seek to be in leadership. 
But really, the heart of that is coming down and saying that there's a willingness to serve. Do you have a willingness to serve, or is it simply out of obligation? We probably all know people, if you've been around long enough in, in volunteer organizations, whether here at the church, through other community organizations, and you know the people that are kind of, maybe they started doing it willingly, but they moved to obligation. It's kind of like the Walmart greeter, which I know don't exist anymore. Welcome to Walmart. Get your stuff and get out. Right? Hurry up already. Versus the kindly nice friendly. Oh, welcome. We're so glad you're here. Come on in. Right? There's a difference in attitude when someone is willing versus when someone's doing it out of obligation. Hopefully we all, even if there are moments we're doing it out of obligation, most of the time hopefully we are doing it out of a willingness, that desire to serve the Lord. Number three, serving reveals and refines our character. First Timothy 3, actually, it talks about it in this sense. It says um, it, it's first to be tested. Test them by letting them serve. And again, that's primarily referring to leaders. Leaders should be tested before you let, as servants, before you let them serve at a kind of greater level uh, in any place. But it really shows us that as you're serving, it reveals your character. What's your character? Are you a hothead? In other words, if something goes wrong, does it really make you mad? Probably every at least guy in the room should raise their hand and say yes at some point, let's be honest. But it also gives us the opportunity to refine our character. To say, oh, that's not the way I should have done it. To have others in the family of God say, eh, you probably shouldn't respond that way. There's probably a better way to handle that. Serving allows us to see our character, to have it revealed as well as for it to be refined. My uh, wife and I, we watch a, a TV show um, that a, a friend introduced to us. It's, it's called 90 Day Fiance. Have you heard of it? 90 Day Fiance, because what happens is somebody from another country, they typically meet online. Sometimes they've met uh, through a trip that's happened. They meet in another country or someone's come here. They meet, they meet, but they basically meet and have this relationship long distance. And then what happens is they decide, well, I want to marry this person. And so it's called 90 Day Fiance because the United States gives you a, can give somebody, you apply for a visa that gives you 90 days to marry them. Uh, and so it's called 90 Day Fiance because it follows these people who have been given basically 90 days to get married. Uh, and so Andrea and I find it interesting in part because we didn't do that. She was a U.S. citizen and had the easy route, praise the Lord, uh, although she grew up in another country. And so the different cultures that become real as you watch the TV show and someone's from another place and there's someone from the United States, there's often a clashing of, of cultures. And so it, it's fun for us to watch that. Someone's like, oh, yeah, we've experienced that or, oh, yeah, we can see how that that can happen. But part of that show and part of watching that show is often uh, times on there you, you, you realize that when there's only been one or two kind of meetings where these people have been together, then they've had a long-distance relationship, and all of a sudden they have 90 days to get married. Character is revealed, and some of the people have bad character, and they realize they made a bad decision. And the worst is when they've made that bad decision after they've chosen to get married. But sometimes that happens. But part of that is, is because over time, as they're together, it reveals what's the real character here. It happens in the church as we serve together. Character as well as character flaws are revealed. But then it gives us that opportunity 
to have that character refined. We're learning about servanthood. Part of where we started off, if you remember, is right, scripture, first unchanging value, prayer, the, the sacraments, that kind of the pictures that are there for us to show the world, water baptism, communion, being the family, that we're following scripture, what scripture says. And then serving really flows out of those because you have to just like, Aiden had to listen to Mark to kind of know where to go. And isn't that awkward? Would you like to be blindfolded and try to listen to someone tell you how to do something? Most of us know. <laughs> but it's the same way. We need to follow what does Scripture have to say. It reveals our character, refines our characters. We're serving as we're listening to the Lord, we're serving alongside others. It becomes clear. What do we need to do? Where do we need to correct the course? Right, Aiden shot the first time kind of over here. That's why I, I changed the rules and let him look. Because then he could see, all right, yeah, Grandpa's right. needs to go a little more over this direction. It's the same way for all of us. The next two things, the fourth kind of key. Serving builds your competencies. Your competencies. So if you think of that, that's really kind of our skills. That's really kind of the when we hear the word talent, um, that's really talents that we have developed. Oftentimes, it's the gifts that God has given us, whether it's the gifts out of Romans, those motivational gifts, whether it's those gifts in Ephesians that are there to equip, edify, build up the church. We need to practice those. We need to put those to use. And so serving builds our competencies in those areas. I often learn a lot serving and working around the church because somebody that has a different skill set than I comes and serves and I if I can kind of shadow okay what's happening what are they doing and I learn a few things so I've done that many times before it comes and works on something Bill Darren different people have come at different times give me the opportunity to learn some different things around the church it also is a way that I keep up with some competencies I have in the sense of skills I've learned Many of you may not know, but I went to school for uh, computer information systems first before ever I went off to Bible college. And you have no idea how often I have used that competency in serving the church, uh, both here and elsewhere. Um, I don't always have the right answer, but it does help me go and find the answer as I do uh, different tech things. Or what I do sometimes is I text Jim Bell, okay, Jim Bell, what do I do here? <laughs> He's a little more on top of it than I am. But serving builds our, our competencies. It builds even uh, our confidence in those gifts that God has given us as we use them. The fifth thing, serving should cost you something. This is what many of us don't want to hear, but serving should cost you something. If it's not costing you something, you're probably not really serving the cost is typically those three I started off with, our time, our talent, or our treasure. And sometimes, and it probably should be all three, are you giving of your time to serve the Lord? Now, not just here at Sangman Valley Christian Center, although if you're part of the family, you should be serving, but also through other organizations, because that's how we as a church have established how we serve the greater community is partnering with places like Empty Tomb, partnering with places like Muhammad Helping Hands, partnering with places like Salt and Light. They are various organizations that we throw up the long list from time to time. 
you'd like to serve in some of those, I'll send you to Mark Taylor, who was just up here with his grandson. He, he has um, some of those connections and helps us connect people with those different opportunities. But I'd encourage you to use your skills to not just serve here, but also to serve our greater community through some of those partner organizations. It will cost you your time. It will cost you using your skills that you could be using somewhere else to make money, let's be honest. But also, from time to time, is going to cost you money as well. I want to show you uh, a video as we come towards a conclusion here, just kind of to illustrate using what God has really given you in your time, because you're only here because he hasn't allowed you yet to leave this earth. So your time is really a of the Lord. Your, your talent, I believe, is based on really the motivational gifts as well as those gifts that God has given you to serve here. Your treasure. They intended that video, obviously, for talking about tithing, but I think it applies to all areas. And I think the tithe is a great example of how we should be investing our time, our talent, our, our treasure. And part of that is, is you give of your time to the Lord. Some of us, it's real easy. We give of our, of our, our tithe in the sense of, okay, well, this is how much I get paid. I'll take 10% of that. I'll give that to the church. But I think we also should be considering, do we tithe of our time as well? Do we give of our time to serve the Lord? Do we serve him through, again, the local church, through partner ministries, other areas? Do we give of all of who we are just basic? Tithe, in, in that sense, is just the basic. It's the starting point. It's the starting point. Then we move and increase even from there. But are we doing that? Are we allowing our serving to cost us? The parable of the talents in Matthew 25 is this a brief story I want to go over as we conclude. And, and part of it is there it talks about a talent that was, that was given. And different talents were given to these different servants. And the, the master comes and he gives them each and then he leaves. And he comes back a while later and asks for an account of what he had given them. What did they do with it? How, how did they respond? And the talent there, we often think of our skills because when we talk about talents, we think of, well, someone has a talent because they play the guitar. We think of someone that has a talent because they're a good artist. Maybe we, we also think of a talent as, as a job skill that somebody has. But here, the talent really represents a large sum of money, like multiple years' worth of work, that amount of money being given to each of them. It's really more about a, a treasure that was given. And the master comes back and he asks for an account of it. And if you remember the story, you know the last servant is really kind of the point of the story. The first ones, they go and they invest it wisely. They steward what was given to them, would be the biblical term for it. They steward it well and they, God comes back and, and they, they have an increase. The last steward, he goes and he really, he, he buries it in the ground. He just buries it. He does nothing with it. He doesn't allow it to grow. He doesn't allow it to develop. He just leaves it there. And really the point of the story is don't be like that servant. Don't be like that steward. Don't be like that worker who when God comes back and he is going to come back for you and me and ask for an account of how do we utilize the gifts that he has for us? How do we utilize what he has given us in his generosity? Because in that story, remember, it was the master who came and gave 
them what they needed. The generosity of the master represents the generosity of the father. And yet, that third steward, that last one, is the one who just buried it. He didn't use it. He didn't allow it to grow. He didn't allow it to be developed. And so really, it comes to us, and the question for us is, are we like that third steward, not utilizing our time to serve God, not utilizing our gifts, not allowing the finances that we have to be put towards God's kingdom, because it all comes from him. So I'd encourage you, as we've talked about serving, to come to that last point of, does it cost you anything? What is it costing you? Because it should cost you something. If not, you are probably like that third servant that's just allowing it to waste. And you can go and read the rest of that story. The outcome is not good for that servant. What he has is even taken from him and given to another. That's not to be a point of condemnation. It's just a point for us to kind of self-check and say, okay, am I using what God has given me for his glory? Am I serving the church? Am I serving the community with my time, my talent, and my treasure? Allow a worship team to make their way forward. And as they do that, will you stand to your feet with me? And close your eyes and just repeat after me. Say, God, thank you for the skills you've given me. Thank you for the gifts you've given me. Help me to use them for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to SBCC Weekly. We hope you'll subscribe to this podcast as well as give us a like. You can visit us again online at www.sangamonvalley.net.